Hi, this is Chris. And this is Almy. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Almy is a Scorpio. Today is Sunday, March 26th, and this is for March 26th through March 31st. Mars in Gemini has left the building. Yay. I am elated. I can't tell you how excited I am about this. Ooh, I felt a little intense. Very. Long time. Long time Mars is in Gemini. A very long time. Okay. Um, Mars, though. Mars, the planet of war, aggression, decision-making, passion, sex. The planet that determines our actions, how we express ourselves, how we argue, how we fight, is no longer in the sign of the twins as of Saturday, March 25th. And as a Sagittarius, who also has Mars in Sagittarius, I could not be more excited for this transition. Mm -hmm. Experiencing a seven-month Mars opposition is not something I would wish on anybody. Mm -hmm. But I'm still here. And to everyone else who's out there who either is a Sagittarius or who has Mars in Sagittarius, we made it. Well, I mean, hopefully we made it. I'm presuming that you that you made it. Hopefully you made it. Uh, Mars had been in Gemini since August 20th of last year. So for seven months, that's of course over half a year. Mm. I'm not upset about this at all. <laughs> for over half a year, Mars was in Gemini. That is an incredibly long time for Mars to stay in a sign. Usually it stays in a sign for about six weeks, but we had a Mars retrograde in there and that's what caused it to remain in Gemini for mm. so darn long. Mars retrogrades, those happen about once every two years and we won't have another Mars retrograde grade until December of 2024. Nice. Yeah, long long break, thankfully. And then Mars at that point will retrograde between the signs of Cancer and Leo, but that's not until December of 2024. But for now, if you have Mars in a mutable sign, this transition of Mars leaving Gemini for Cancer should be very beneficial for you. So if you have Mars in Virgo, like Almy. Oh, that's right. If you have Mars and Sagittarius, hopefully I've made it clear that I have Mars and Sagittarius. Uh, or if you have Mars and Pisces, like Laura Corman, mm -hmm. Mars leaving Gemini is going to give you a much needed boost. Now, Mars is in the sign of Cancer now. And technically, when Mars is in Cancer, it's in its fall. That means Mars doesn't perform as well when it's in Cancer. But hey, at least it's no longer in Gemini. And Mars will remain in Cancer until May 20th. Now, with Mars and Cancer, our feelings will be guiding us. Of course. Yeah. Cancer is going to bring emotion to anything it touches, just like Mars will bring intensity to anything that Mars touches. So we're talking about some intense emotions coming up here over the next couple of months. Hopefully our minds will slow down a bit, though. You know, Mars is a very intense planet, and like I said, it brings intensity to whatever sign it's passing through. So when Mars was in Gemini, it was bringing intensity to our thoughts. Gemini already has arguably the most intense mental energy of any sign in the Zodiac. Mm. And I mean, I'd put it up there with Virgo and Aquarius as far as mental energy goes. Interesting. And I think Gemini might be the top of the top of the list. Okay. And when Mars was in Gemini for those seven months, you know, whether we were aware of it or not, we were probably in our heads even more than we normally are. We were probably also moving quicker and at a faster pace than we normally would. Gemini has the need for speed. But now that Mars is in Cancer, things are slowing down. And starting right now and through the next week for sure, I would encourage you to slow down mm. best you can. Mm -hmm. I mean, life, of course, demands we move at a certain pace. But try to find those slowdown periods when you can because 
if you continue to try to move at that Mars and Gemini speed, and we've been conditioned to that for the last seven months, again, whether we're aware of it or not, that's how fast things have been moving around us. Mm -hmm. But if you try to continue to move at that breakneck Mars and Gemini speed, there, there's potential for accidents and making hasty decisions. Mm. Cancer is, of course, the sign of the crab and a crab scuttles. It doesn't go straight towards mm -hmm. its target. It inches its way there. It occasionally goes back into its shell to either lick its wounds or take the time to process what it's experiencing before it moves to the next stage. But yeah, Mars is definitely inhibited when it's in Cancer. It's in its feels when it's in Cancer. And because Cancer rules the home and rules the family and has a connection to the mother, expect there to be some intensity in those areas. Crabs can move very quickly, though. Exactly, no. And, and Cancer is a cardinal sign. So Cancer can get stuff done. I mean, yes. cardinal signs yes. initiate things. They get stuff done. And Again, once they make up their mind, you bet. you know. But there's also some hesitation involved anytime you're dealing with Cancer because they want to feel secure. They want to mm. check everything, mm. uh, make sure everything's right before they commit to something. And I'm curious to see how Mars's stay in Cancer plays out because right now we are, of course, in Aries season. There's a lot of planets in Aries right now. Yeah. And Aries is very individualistic energy. Mm -hmm. Aries is all about me. I mean, who am I? You know, defining the self. Cancer is about that too, sure, but also considering other people. Not that Aries doesn't consider other people, they do. But Cancer is very, very family-oriented. I feel very... like Aries is also very protective of their family. Oh, you bet. They see their family as an extension of their self, maybe, and they have a lot of pride in protecting their family. Right? Exactly. Yeah, that, that too. I mean, I, I'm not saying that they that Aries doesn't care about no, family. of course. Of course not. But I'm saying it's, it's more of a point of emphasis for Cancer. And Aries, again, has that individual quality to it. And Mars especially wants to define itself and to shine, and it slows down when it's in Cancer, and it can't quite move at its usual speed. It's more introspective, uh, so it throws things off, at least for Mars. Okay. So, you know, like I said, when Mars is in Aries, you know, Aries is its home sign, and that's where Mars can really shine. Mm. Mars, Mars feels courageous and adventurous and very independent when it's in Aries. Aries represents that energy. That sort of, you know, throw caution to the wind energy. I don't think Cancer does this throw caution to the wind thing mm -hmm. that Aries is very capable of doing because Aries represents the warrior. Aries represents like pushing, especially pushing physical boundaries. It's like, what is my body capable of? That's very Aries. It's the athlete. Um, and Cancers, of course, can be athletes too. <laughs> but... I mean, look at Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise pushes Tom his Cruise boundaries all the time. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Uh, but Cancer is also very, very sensitive. And Cancer mm. energy has the... It can sweat the small stuff, so to speak. You know, I always bring up Larry David whenever I'm talking about cancer energy. Mm. He is a cancer, and he's made about a trillion dollars from his various <laughs> TV shows that the joke is the shows are about nothing, but the shows are also about incredibly finicky characters. Mm -hmm. If something is just a little bit off, mm -hmm. Larry David characters, or Larry David himself, if we're talking about Curb Your Enthusiasm, they make a big to-do about mm -hmm. it, and they blow it out of proportion, and you have your episode... And if you're a creator of the show, you made a trillion dollars. And it's great. <laughs> and it's entertaining. It's always entertaining to watch people feeling uncomfortable. It can be downright hilarious. But when it's you yourself feeling uncomfortable in real life, it can oftentimes be a little bit harder to laugh at ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the Mars and Cancer transit will point out areas in our lives where maybe we are feeling a bit insecure, where maybe we need to slow down and address certain feelings, where we need to communicate that we are uncomfortable. 
so that we can feel a bit more solid. So when Mars was in Gemini, we were maybe communicating ideas, we were networking, we were expanding our social circles, and now with Mars in Cancer, we maybe won't be as externally driven over the next couple of months, and it's very likely we could be doing some healing as well. Mm, okay. Speaking of healing, today, Sunday, March 26th, Chiron, the asteroid that is all about helping us heal, is forming a conjunction with Mercury, the planet of communication. Mm. Chiron is also forming a sextile with the moon later this evening. So the conversations we have today could be around healing or people wanting to talk about their past hurts or even traumas. Yeah, the moon is currently in Gemini, so there will be some chattiness. There will be people reaching out. This could be an especially active Sunday evening. that sounds terrible. Yeah. No offense, but Sunday evenings, <laughs> I like to do the crab thing we were talking right, yeah, about. Yeah, get cozy. Just, yeah, get cozy, kind of shut myself off from the world, get ready for the week ahead. Yeah. But okay, I'll roll with it. I'll roll with it. Well, Mars, Mars is going to be there for you doing the crab thing, doing the cancer thing, but mm-hmm. the moon is going to have other things for us, <laughs> whether, whether we want it or not. There will be uh, people reaching out. Like I said, it could be a very active Sunday evening. And the moon will remain in Gemini all through Monday as well, Monday, March 27th. So that ensures that your work week will get off to a very busy, active start. Okay. Uh, and the Gemini moon is looking largely happy on Monday. So our collective mood will hopefully be uh, happy on Monday as well. The moon will form nice aspects with Mercury, which is, of course, Gemini's ruling planet, and Jupiter as well. So there could be an especially positive vibe to Monday. The moon will square Neptune around 6.45 p.m. Pacific time Monday evening, leading to some confusing emotions or confusing communications for a few hours, but that won't last very long. And also an aspect, another aspect we'll be feeling Monday and Tuesday as well is that Mercury is forming a conjunction with Jupiter. Mercury, the planet of ideas, communicating, is forming a nice aspect with Jupiter. Jupiter is the planet that's just full of optimism and Mm -hmm. good luck. That could have us feeling especially upbeat, like we can accomplish anything. It's a very happy-go-lucky transit. The only thing you need to watch out for there is either having too good of a time or remember that some things are indeed too good to be true, but you might also forget those things Monday evening into Tuesday if you find yourself drunk on optimism. And when I think of a sign that's always drunk on optimism, I always think of Scorpio. Oh, you do not. <laughs> oh, wait, that's just, that should say Sagittarius. <laughs> but as I mentioned at the top, Elmi is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week, I like to ask Elmi a question to get her Scorpio take on life. Now, Elmi, yes. you and I have been watching some... It's a great time for, I think, TV shows in general, if you great like TV shows. Great time for streaming television. Yeah, great time. Perfect. Yeah, great time for streaming television. One of the shows you and I have been watching is this new show by Donald Glover. I believe it's on Amazon, mm-hmm. and it's called Swarm. Mm-hmm. As a Scorpio, how do you like Swarm? Swarm is the perfect Scorpio show. It's about fame. It's about revenge. It's about anger. <laughs> it's about binge eating. It's about wearing cool outfits. It's about keeping secrets. It's about lying. It's about being fabulous. It's about being mysterious. It's about sneaking into gym. It's a great show. Obsessed. The aesthetics are so on point. If you are a little bit queasy about violence, not the show for you. Mm. If you like the weirder episodes of Atlanta, I guess they're all weird. But if you love Atlanta for its dark humor, where you're thinking, should I be laughing at this? But it's so well written that you are. 
then this is a show for you. It has all of that and more. I'm impressed with all of it. I'm impressed with down to the casting. Paris Jackson, Michael Jackson's daughter, has a role yeah. that she is just fantastic in. I did not realize she was such a good actor. So it is a show full of surprises. I highly recommend it for other Scorpios. And who knows, maybe for other signs as well. As a Sagittarius, how are you enjoying Swarm? I like it a lot. I think it has a very unique feel to it. Sagittarius, we like anything that feels unique. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's it's got that dark humor to it. Mm-hmm. It, feel, it reminds me of Tarantino at times. Mm. Did you say something about how it has a Fargo reference in every episode? Did I understand that? So the right? Fargo reference... <laughs> I know this is kind of... No, no, it's okay. I, I Well, I'm laughing because the Fargo reference was literally just how every episode's Every episode opens with the title card. This is based on a true story. Or no, no, I'm sorry. It opens with this is not a work of fiction. Every episode opens, which is funny because it is. Yeah, yeah. But for some reason they're pretending like it isn't. Usually it says the opposite to try to avoid getting sued. And this Mm. show leans into that, which I think is particularly interesting. But I read on the internet there was a reference to Fargo in every episode, and that's what they meant. I don't know if that counts as a reference to Fargo. Okay, yeah. So it's a lighter sort of reference if it's... If it's what at all, right, right. Gotcha. But yeah, we're definitely enjoying the show. And a a show that you have not yet started, but it's called Yellow Jackets, is back for season two. Are you you excited to watch it? Yes. I enjoyed season one, but the problem is that was a year ago now. And so I tried watching season two. They give you a recap of season one, but I just felt like I was kind of missing some some things, Mm. missing the momentum maybe. So I'd like to go back on YouTube and watch maybe a full recap of season one because it has literally been a year. Mm. And I'm sorry, but there's just so much TV right now that I don't remember every little nuance, every little character interaction, every plot line. Mm. So I feel like I need to brush up and then go back because if I'm going to devote my time to watch TV then I want to make sure that it's really worth it and that I'm not passively watching it. There's so much competition for our attention, so many screens we can look at, that if I'm going to invest my time, I want to do so purposefully. So that's where I'm at with that show. Nice. Well, uh, thank you, Almy, for sharing your Scorpio perspective on these new TV shows. You're welcome. It's a great time for streaming TV. I'll say it again. We are so blessed, so lucky. Who knew entertainment could be this amazing? Imagine in, like, 1902, Telling people that, like, you would have access to so many television shows with just explicit violence. I mean, yeah. who who would have any idea? But it's great. I love it. Thanks for having me. Oh, you got it. <laughs> I hope to have you back next week as well. <laughs> and that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. So I mentioned that Monday should get off to a pretty fast-paced, pretty busy start on Monday with the moon in Gemini, having us active, having us doing things, having us communicating with people. By Tuesday, March 28th, uh, in the wee hours of Tuesday, the moon will drift into Cancer. And the Cancer moon is going to form an in conjunct with Pluto. It's going to conjunct Mars. Okay, this this Cancer moon is very, very active. And it's going to, yeah, Tuesday and Wednesday, we're going to be busy. Let's just put it that way. So even though the moon will not be in Gemini, we're still going to be busy. And it's one of those things where we might be feeling like we want to be home and, and, and be nestled on the couch and watching uh, swarm and watching mm-hmm. yellow jackets but the Aries planets might have other ideas for us and wanting us to be out in the world and doing things so Mars and especially now that Mars is in cancer you know our emotions are going to be a little more fired up too 
And um, we'll see how this all plays out. But yeah, the, the Cancer Moon is going to form a nice trine with Saturn on Tuesday. So that'll help keep us on track and get some work done. Uh, but it's also going to square the Sun on, on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, it's squaring Chiron. It's squaring Jupiter. And it's squaring Mercury. So it's just kind of, there might be some uncomfortable energy out there. And again, some feelings we might need to process. This might be good for Tom Cruise, though. I mean, this is good <laughs> kind of energy to be jumping out of planes and, and jumping off buildings and jumping off whatever he hasn't jumped out of yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so look for Tom Cruise to jump off of something mm-hmm. on Tuesday, March 28th, and Wednesday, March 28th, or uh, Wednesday, March 29th. Now, by Thursday, March 30th, the moon will eventually transition into Leo around 3.30. And if we did get bogged down again yeah tuesday and wednesday just has a lot of potential for some real intense emotional feelings Mm. so i would say tuesday and wednesday put yourself first when you can take care of yourself nurture yourself don't overextend yourself if you really don't have to Mm. um focus on self-care tuesday and wednesday yeah um by thursday the moon will be in leo by the afternoon that'll give us you know a nice burst of energy like the leo moon always fires us up and makes us feel you know a little more confident even if we don't naturally feel confident most of the time the leo moon helps give us a burst of that um, also the big event on thursday march 30th is that mars is forming a trine with saturn mars and cancer forming a trine with saturn in pisces and that's sort of um, the word steadfast always comes to mind whenever I think of Saturn. It's like it's really stable energy. It's about foundation. It's about you know long term work being rewarded. Like you know Saturn is not that overnight success energy. So if you have been putting in the time into a project, you know day in and day out over a period of time, maybe you'll be seeing some some benefits from that, reaping some rewards on Thursday, getting some attention from from all that energy. Uh, but the Mars trans Saturn is a very stabilizing energy. Uh, can also be a little depressing too. Anything Saturn touches has that potential for us to be a little too hard on ourselves or, or focus on perfection and getting down on, in the dumps. But um, but by and large, Mars you know brings fire to things and you know intensifies things and kind of fires us up. So I think that's just a really nice nice energy on Thursday. Uh, Thursday again could be a very very productive day. Like if you have some things at work that like you've had trouble. Uh, focusing on or getting taken care of Thursday might be the day where you just finally can push it through kind of a thing Mm. and then also Venus this is an interesting one Venus is forming a conjunction with Uranus on Thursday both Venus and Uranus are in Taurus so there could be some really eccentric energy on Thursday as well Venus the planet of uh, beauty uh, forming a conjunction touching on with Uranus and Uranus is all about non-conformity and and outside of the box thinking and looking at the future and and unconventional kind of stuff so Venus forming a, a conjunction with Uranus is sort of um kind of the opposite actually of this Mars Saturn trine Mars Saturn trine is more stabilizing more a traditional sort of an energy but this Venus Uranus thing I'm curious to see how that plays out so um yeah I don't know. We'll see. But um, okay. some con- con- some conflicting energy on March 30th, but uh, I'm also getting a very positive vibe from it, too. So the moon, at least our emotional mood on Thursday into Friday, the Leo moon, it's going to bump up against Pluto and Saturn. So, yeah, we got some kind of cranky energy in there as well. Our emotions could be a little a little cranky. Mars is in Cancer. Jeez. Okay. Thursday's looking to be kind of a powder keg kind of a day. 
uh, the more and more I'm looking at this. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, it's a productive day. It's an eccentric day. It's an emotional day. Take your pick. Um, by Friday, things look much, much calmer. Uh, there's just the Leo moon forming a couple aspects. Uh, it's forming a nice trine with the sun and a nice trine with Chiron. But Friday is looking to be fairly quiet, actually. Mm. So Thursday is the day where um, some things could be coming to the head. To a head can also be a productive day, and also with that, you know, Venus Uranus uh, conjunction could be some wild card energy thrown in there. So Thursday is really just spin the wheel and see where it lands, mm. um, and that gets us through the end of March. Jeez, Louise. Yeah. Um, so the other thing, I don't think I mentioned it yet, but Pluto did leave Capricorn, and Pluto has entered. Right. Aquarius, and that is like the Super Bowl event for a lot of astrologers. Uh, as we move further into the age of Aquarius, Pluto entering Aquarius for the first time since the late 18th century. And again, the United States is going through its Pluto return, and Pluto entering Aquarius is going to further intensify that. And when you go through a Pluto return, again, humans don't have a Pluto return because we don't live long enough for Pluto to go oh. all the way around the sun and get back to where it was when we were born. So we don't have a Pluto return, but countries can have a Pluto return. And it usually means a massive overhaul. It usually means um, it's not like putting a Band-Aid on things. It's like certain systems that no longer work. They disappear, mm. and they're replaced with new systems. And, um, of course, there's a lot of push and pull going on all over the world right now, of course. It's not just in the U.S. But uh, Pluto is now in Aquarius, and it's going to stay in Aquarius until June 11th. So it's only going to be in Aquarius for a couple of months this year. And then on June 11th, it's going to retrograde, retrograde back into Capricorn, and it will stay in Capricorn for the rest of the year. But this transition of Pluto, and Pluto is all about ultimate power, you know, who's calling the shots, who's in charge. And, and while Pluto has been in Capricorn since 2008, Pluto in Capricorn is very conservative energy. And, mm -hmm. and Pluto is going to bring, you know, it's all about ultimate control, and it's touching on Capricorn, and Capricorn is all about being conservative and not thinking outside the box. And, and, and as it's going into Aquarius now, and it will eventually uh, settle into Aquarius for about, you know, 19 years. Mm. Um, but it's going to be this continued push and pull between the establishment, which is Pluto and Capricorn, and then Pluto and Aquarius signifying more of like the youth movement and, and new and innovative ideas and just electric new ideas. But um, we're, we're starting to see some of that right now. And, and it's going to be intense or, you know, Pluto and Aquarius has that potential to be very intense between now and June 11th. And I'm wondering if we're going to get some kind of a glimpse of where we are heading, you know, <laughs> over the next uh, decade or two, if we're going to get a glimpse of that in these two months while Pluto is in Aquarius, and maybe we will be pushed into some area, or maybe it's a little scary, and then when Pluto, you know, ends up going back into Capricorn, then we'll be processing that over the rest of the year. But um, it's kind of Pluto's like kind of dipping its foot into Aquarius, give us an idea of where we're heading, but that's going to keep backtracking into Capricorn a couple of times between now and 2024, because Capricorn does not like sudden changes, does not like sudden movements, whereas Aquarius is fine with that, usually. Um, but yeah, so that's going on. And then also just a Mercury retrograde watch. Our next Mercury retrograde is coming up on April 21st, mm. and it's going to last through May 14th. But uh, as always, it's good to give it a couple weeks even leading up to the Mercury retrograde. So I would say April 6th or April 7th mm. is the, round, the, the time when you at least want to start acting as if it is Mercury retrograde. So that's only coming up. That's only a couple of weeks away, actually, yeah. now that I think about it. So it's sort of go time right now in terms of pushing forward and, and, and doing things and, and, and making those big decisions and taking action. 
I would say get in what you can between now and April 6th or April 7th. And then after that, don't do anything at all. Do not move. Now, um, just know that after April 7th, things, yeah, that's the possibility for things getting a little more tricky or having some unexpected things happen. But anyway, that's it. Thank you as always for listening. We love you. And I think Elmi's going to take us out with a couple deep breaths. Let's take this moment to recenter ourselves, take some deep breaths. Got a lot of exciting things coming up. So let's take this moment for some calm. So first, let's just release any tension we may be carrying in our bodies. Clench your jaw, release the tension in your forehead, let your shoulders drop, and get into a comfortable position. You can be seated, you can lie down, whatever feels best for you. If you would like to close your eyes, you can close them now. And let's take a slow, deep breath in through the nose, and release through the mouth. And another one just like that. Slow deep breath in. And release. Last one. Take a slow deep breath in. And deep breath out. As always, we thank you so much for your support. We thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, we are at Something About Astrology. And we are on TikTok at Something About Astrology underscore. We hope you have a great week, and we will talk to you again soon.